0: Hey everybody! <laughs> welcome to uh, episode two of the RNR show. It's me Rado and that guy Ruel Gaviola, and we're here to talk about games. Welcome, welcome, all right. welcome, welcome! Yes. First thing, can you hear us out there in the internet's on YouTube or Twitch and or Facebook streaming live? Let's see, uh, Amanda. Oh yeah. Oh, Amanda yep, Beno. AB awesome. is good. Um, all right. So that's Twitch can hear us. Yep. Can um, all right, see seniors. It's for anyone. YouTube can hear us, and um, oh, we'll. I'm sure some uh, Facebook folks will tune in as well, and maybe let us know. But okay, yeah. we seem to be up and running, uh, ready to go. And um, <clears throat> let's not beat around the bush. We got a lot of stuff to do today. But first, we got to pay the piper. We have to give a special shout out to our very special sponsor for this episode, Kittens a cute oh. adorable lovely kittens last week we had puppies of course this week we had to have kittens aren't they adorable Ruel
1: they are super adorable I mean that's the only way you can talk about kittens is saying the word super and adorable that's yes it.
0: Um, I mean I didn't put cats on I didn't want to you know be a uh, controversial or anything but surely everyone <laughs> loves kittens right? and if you don't you, you can... Uh, let me show you the door. Kittens yes. are the bee's knees. And actually, well, speaking of kittens, um, last week, our contest, people sent uh, emails to contestraw.com And we just mentioned in passing, since our sponsor last week was puppies, hey, if you send puppy pictures, it won't help, but it won't hurt. And um, so I got a few puppy pictures, but I got kitten pictures like three to one.
1: Three to one. It makes sense, right? I mean, kittens are the cutest things ever. They are adorable or... As the kids say they are adorbs. Is that still a thing? I do the kids I say know. that? I, I do don't they? know. Prop maybe the grandkids. I
0: I, I really I'll defer know. to you um yes. as the uh because I, I think I'm like all of a half a year older than you. So clearly you're the expert. Yeah. Actually, how old yeah. are you? Um I'm uh a, a, about a year younger than you. Okay. Friend. All right, there yeah. we go. apparently we're gonna let you know, <laughs> as far as close to his chest. Well, yeah. anyway. Speaking of contests, um, we have to crown a winner. As of an hour ago, almost 400 people had entered. And I'm very sorry, Ollie, literally seconds before we went live, I got an email from Ollie saying, Captain, Captain. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But hang around and you can enter for the next contest. But first we have to bring up the Wheel of Names, which you can actually find at wheelofnames.com. It's a... I spent a little bit of time yesterday trying to find nice animated things that would do this for us. It was Wheel of Names or a, a Ninja Name Picker, and also I went with Wheel of Names just because I like the spinny nature of it. Maybe yeah. next time we'll use the Ninja. But all I gotta do is click a button, and one of these hundreds and hundreds of people will win a copy of Fort. Are you ready, Ruel? I am ready. Good luck, everybody. Um, let's spin
1: that wheel. Go! Ooh, <clears> I can hear. And it there's sound goes. even. Oh, excellent. wow. Look how fancy we are.
0: Yeah, we are high-tech.
1: Oh, what is this?
0: Adam Baldwin. Congrats, Adam Baldwin. Well yep. done. Yes. Um, cool. Adam, uh, you can expect an email from me uh, after we're done with the show saying congratulations. And... Um, I'll, of course, need your mailing address. Um, I, we didn't actually specify. A lot of people did already send their address in. As if they'd already won, I guess that's you kind know, of like a power of positive thinking that they were yeah. using. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Adam is today's winner. And uh, don't feel bad if you didn't win, folks, because you have an opportunity to um, to uh, to win again. Yep. So uh, what is it? Oh, Oh, yes. Our new game we're giving away, which I've got a little screen for. Let me find it. There it is. Ruel, we're giving away a copy of Origins. for Builders. Nice. Yes. Now, I don't know. This is not available yet, Um, but I am very excited. I actually seriously considered putting this on our list last week of of upcoming games. I'm really excited for because I'm very excited about this one from Borden Dice designer Adam Kapinski. And this game basically asks the question, what if aliens really did visit us in the era of antiquities and helped us with all the seven wonders of the world? Um, because in the game, the aliens are uh, helping us build, and it's a you know it's a 4x style civilization game, but with a sci fi twist. And the thing, the thing that makes me most excited about it, Ruel, is there is no player versus player.
1: Yeah, and I know that's that's not really your jam. What is my jam is definitely the 4x, and um, I, I love the theme. It, it's a unique theme, right, where the aliens are actually helping us build. Uh, the civilization here, um, according to B- BGG, it's got worker placement with dice workers, and just knowing the other games from Board and Dice, you know that uh, they they uh, design a lot of games uh, with this type of mechanism. So I'm really excited about this one.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, I've, I've, we were joking yesterday about how we have to uh, clearly state no cousins or second cousins are allowed to <laughs> enter this because I wouldn't mind uh, uh, getting yeah. a copy myself. Uh, yeah. yeah, very stoked for it. So I'm not gonna, I'm not
1: gonna lie I was gonna have Michelle like type in and send her <laughs> email address but we're we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, make it available to everyone except uh, people tied into the show itself so. exactly exactly so everyone has a fair shot so real well, how do they win it? Uh, great question. So during the game uh, during the uh, show today, friends, we are going to say a secret catchphrase, and just like a Pee Wee's Playhouse, when we say. Ah! it, Ah, one of us are, hopefully the other one will catch us saying this word. And then we'll let you know when the, you know, the secret word has been revealed. And then you will type that secret word into an email in the subject header. Just, you know, type in the secret word, send it to rado.com. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll share that information. At rotto.com. Yeah. When, us at rotto.com. when yeah. the
0: moment comes up. Yep. Text will appear on screen saying what to do. We'll stop to explain it. Um, and actually, we were talking right before we started that um, this is almost a little game between us that we'll yeah. both be looking for an opportunity to just drop it into casual conversation. And we'll see if the other person notices. And if not, they will get scorn heaped upon them by yes. everyone watching by, by the entire right. internet.
1: Yeah. It's yes. it's there for the world to see. So, uh, we need to stay sharp friends. Um, so that's yep. gonna be sometime at some point during the show, uh, y'all will hear the word and get a chance to win origins. First builders from our friends at Borden dice.
0: Yeah. Well, these kittens have gotten enough free press. I'm done. With I them. think,
1: I, I think so. We, we need to, we need to change things up here. There it is. Look how. Yep. Nice and mellow that is.
0: Yeah, for, for folks who might notice our backdrop and for folks who actually watched our little test yesterday and we had a yep. lot of discussion and debate about what to do. And ultimately we decided to just go with a simple black background. And after that test was over, I went out and did a search for John Oliver blank void from the uh, last week tonight show, because <laughs> I love it so much. And I found somebody who recreated it on Reddit. And I said, okay, we got to put it up because it's, I love the blank void, yeah. especially now that it talks back. Um, right, <laughs> oh boy.
1: You, you you totally sold me on this too. I was ready to go with just the simple black background, and uh, those of us in chat were talking about. But you know what? Once I saw this, and we you put it on screen, I was like, you know, this works. I, I think classic. this works. It's yeah. It's classy and it's it just works. Yep. Um. So that uh, that hey, w- you know, we went from kittens to this nice background. And um, why don't we talk about what's in front of you, Rado? What what do you have in front of you?
0: Oh, right uh, sure thing. Um, yes. Yeah. What is on Rado's table? Well, if you got here early and were waiting during the five minute uh, lead up, you might have figured it out already. But this is Flamecraft. Flamecraft, which is a new worker placement game that's coming on Kickstarter next week. And I have just, well, I don't need to be advertising for Origins while talking about Flamecraft. Let's get rid of that. Boop. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very cool worker placement game uh, where in this fantasy world, uh, dragons work hand in hand with humans because the dragons actually make all the goods. They bake bread, they uh, cook meat, they raise plants. And so everybody has one really awesome little dragon miniature and they're all unique oh, colors. Love it. Although I should say, this is, if you have the deluxe edition. I think of the regular edition, you'll have standees or something like that. Um, and it's a worker placement game. You send them over to Hello Nursery or the Smith Mart or the Outback Drake House or uh, Draco Bell, as lots of that kind of. <laughs> Are these thing. the actual names, really? Yes, you could go. Oh my god, visit I love Draco it, Draco Bell. Draco Bell. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming it's not Dragon Meek that the dragon is cooking up at Draco oh. Bell. So um, I wonder
1: if they have Draco Tuesdays
0: as well. I mean that I, I, have I would not love to see.
1: But yeah. the thing is, uh, everybody great. has a
0: hand of new artisanal dragons. And when you visit a space, you're going to activate it, get whatever you know goods are generated there by the ones who are working there. Then you can install a new dragon and upgrade the worker placement spot. And you will get rewards for doing this. So we're all in a race to, get, to basically turn all of these worker placement spots into super worker placement spots. So they evolve and change over time. And then on top of that, once a given um, space gets full, um, and the game only starts with six shops, we go to the deck, and start bringing out more and more and more. So the worker placement options get bigger and more elaborate as the game goes on. And the more of those come out, the more opportunities we have to install artisanal dragons, which is one of the main ways we get points. So it becomes this by the, uh, the beginning, oh, of the game, really we're cool. a tiny, tiny little village. By the end of the game, we're a massive um, source of trade with tons of dragons all over the place. And every spot you go to um, is a combo-tastic explosion of opportunities because they've all got two or three dragons. Plus, we can put enchantments on them. All kinds of stuff it's wow cool, Jen I that like that a lot that looks amazing um the the whole like
1: when you're bringing out the new worker spots worker placement spots it reminds me a little bit of ex libris if you re- remember that one where there are new yes, uh, yes. right, there are new tiles mm-hmm. that come out different uh worker abilities but this one seems like it's even ramped up more because you can like you were saying superpower some of the worker placement spots so that's cool
0: yeah What's the uh, time frame? So uh, do you have a video coming out uh, soon? My my run through will go live um, on Tuesday when the the, uh, campaign goes live. Although people who got here early got to see a uh, truncated five minute super sped up version of that run through. Nice. Nice. Um, nice. Awesome. I'm curious what people thought of that as a, Hey, we got to wait five minutes. And I was just going to put a timer on screen. I thought, well, Hey, I've got all this video content. Why not I just give you something to look at if nothing else?
1: Yeah. So, so let I'm us thinking. know in chat folks. How do y'all like that? I personally uh, dug it. It was, it was really neat to see, you know, everything sped up and it gives you a little more, you know, uh, eye candy, I guess it, it is right. Yeah. Um, Speaking of hey.
0: chat, we haven't yeah. said hello to hardly anybody. Yeah, um, this I is live. Just... Let's, let's say hey to the folks yeah
1: so we got a lot of people uh hanging out on youtube of course and we actually have a nice little audience happening on twitch as well so if y'all notice we have restream happening today so you can all talk to each other because we don't believe in just one platform we want to get the message out and share our passion for board games with everyone out there whether you're on youtube twitch facebook live or what have you so uh, of course we said hi to amanda panda want to say hi to kabuki kid as always in here thanks to see you uh, kabuki kid um over on on YouTube, we've got uh, Jewel, you Monica um, McFly. I, I love the fact that someone's name is McFly in there. Is that, is that one of your regulars, uh, Richard?
0: Um, I I don't know. I'm not, I don't do enough live to actually have regulars. I think. <laughs> uh,
1: Tony Wynn is there. Uh, Victory B H uh, G, board game fangirl. Hi, board game fangirl um mr linguist is here uh, mr linguist helped us out yesterday i believe during the live through hey i want to shout out blackboard gaming uh Dwayne is in the house thank you for joining us today Dwayne. good to see you on here uh we got we got all kinds of people here this is fun love it
0: yeah what i'm curious about is we don't seem to have any facebook people and i just went over to facebook and we're not streaming i checked when we started and the you know the the preview was streaming i saw yeah. you know there was a countdown but now there's nothing what's yeah, happening
1: i don't I don't know what's up with that because it did have the countdown and it says we we're going to live. We're live here. We're live on a uh, YouTube oh. Twitch. And so let's well, try to troubleshoot right. this. Can we, is there a way to just.
0: host well, this? I, I'm quick? jumping into restream right now. And when I've done this okay. before, I haven't had to actually try to do any editing mid show, but okay. let's see. Can I edit? Can I? Right. Let's see. So it says it's in Facebook. I'm going to remove it from Facebook. Okay. Save an error occurred. Please try again later. I'll try to add it back save. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, you know, I, 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 my apologies to all the Facebook fans out there. Uh, it seems to have failed. And we could spend the next 15 minutes calling the IT department, but I, I just don't know. Um, if <laughs> you're looking gonna... at
1: the IT department, folks. So. Exactly,
0: exactly. So I think, well, we will look into, I mean, the, it worked perfectly yesterday in the test. Yeah. It was flawless. Yeah. I, I but of course, so. um, what's that thing about your plans are always great until they meet battle or something like that?
1: Oh, I was thinking of Mike Tyson quote. Um, Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. We just
0: got punched in the face on Facebook. Big time. We got punched in the Facebook.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Yes. Yes. Uh, Shout out to DJ, one of the regulars. Uh, Kabuki Kid was here. I said hello to Cryptox, college football coach. Hey, college football coach. And Joris Zoon. We've got people from the Netherlands. Uh, I think from, I saw someone from uh, Brazil. Oh my gosh. Y'all are amazing um streaming Rado and roll speaking on the phone together yeah you want that monica we can just i'll, I'll just call rado and we'll just talk on the phone so uh, i'm, I'm no. calling about my uh my ticket that i placed three hours ago what's going on with facebook yeah uh facebook punch um yeah we are getting punched oh and mexico's in the house mexico norway's in the house oh greetings friends this is great so I, as I've rado uh, tries to fix that um,
0: all, all, all i've done is i just did a quick post on facebook saying sorry folks Facebook seems to be non-responsive. Come join us on YouTube yeah. and, and we'll do better next week. I promise. Although I don't yeah. promise because we've always relied on the kindness of strangers here at the RR show. Yeah. And they let true, us down man. today. <laughs> but okay. I think we've done enough warm up, and we should get to the main event, which is yes. we're going to do a new top 10.
1: Yes. And what are, what is the top 10? It's actually, well, so I, I typed in the top five games of the year so far, we each have a top five. So you, you, those of you, I'm not that great at math, but I believe five plus five, is 10. equals 10 that's my right. point i am saying okay.
0: between the two of us we are going to come up with the definitive list of the best games that have been released in 2021 to date and yes. if anybody disagrees they're wrong they are because, wrong because we have a show so um <laughs> so your five plus my five equals the top 10 yeah unless nope. of course we have any overlap because we have not actually um you know worked out anything right. at all i have right. no idea what you're gonna say although yeah. i've got a pretty nope. good guess it's at least one of them
1: yeah, I think you know one of mine, and I have a feeling I know one of yours as well, but we're going to find out real soon. Now, we do have a couple of caveats. So, yes. number one, these games are released in 2021. You go to BGG, it's going to say 2021. Right. And the second thing is you they must be readily available, right? Yes. So yeah, There were no, a couple
0: I really wanted to put on because I've gotten to play it, but if yes. it's not out there in the world, not good enough.
1: Yeah, that's right. So all these games that we're talking about today, friends, you can go out um, to your local, uh, friendly local gaming store or one of the online retailers. You should be able to find it uh, without any problem. So I think further... some of mine
0: might be sold out, though. I should. Uh, oh, really? Dads. But still, <laughs> you could get them at
1: least at one point. And that's... Okay. Okay. So you're going to have to wait. And um, with all the shipping problems going on in the world, we don't know when some of these games are going to come back. So hopefully these are ready, uh, readily available. We-, we shall see. Yep. Um, do you want all right, to who
0: start? goes first
1: who's um who, who starts we, let's do rock paper scissors all right all right second? we go ready okay. ready so it's one two three a shoot okay ready right. okay one two three shoot
0: i went early and we
1: both did scissors regardless okay. all right okay again one two three shoot
0: you got me <laughs> ah, paper. and they okay. say it's a random chance nope somehow i always lose all right okay <laughs> so you won what did you win going first uh, or making me go first um i i'm gonna i'm gonna go first and that way you have you will have last we got to show people pretty pictures
1: yep so board game geek oops um see that's what i should have been doing when i was here but now oh you know what it was i need to stop sharing this one and start sharing this Uh, oh yeah because we are done Uh with the wheel of names and i have the chat right there that's gonna move over here yep so my first game my number five friends is and now i I should i i want to preface this by saying i actually had a list of five i had to change to the last minute due to (laughs) our restrictions (laughs) Yeah. so my
0: self-imposed restrictions yeah yeah
1: self-imposed restrictions i'm going to type it in here folks um it is the what not cabinet
0: oh excellent excellent choice
1: sir thank you i love this game so michelle and i we're big fans of um Tile laying games and anything that's got that sort of like puzzly feel to it, this one has it in spades. Uh, this is from designer uh, Steve Finn with some help from, uh, well, I don't know, help, but Steve Finn is uh, the big name that I recognize right off the bat. Eduardo yep. Barath and uh, Keith M- Matecha. Yep. Mate- yeah, I mean,
0: I- that, well, yeah. Oh, 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 Keith is, if I recall correctly, the designer of. Um, Oh, what do you call it role player role player, and cartographer yes. role player cartographers you know yes. so Keith is actually a fairly big name yeah um, you know helping out um, and he you know, he first. runs uh, Thunderworks games as well I believe yeah. um, um I think it was and, it that, I think is that maybe Keith did the solo mode if I recall correctly. Oh, something that's right. like that
1: yeah that's right and then art by Kim Robson. and of course I'm a huge fan of Beth Sobel so anytime mm-hmm. I see best name I just I, I love it so it's a tile laying game you have these uh, you have a curio cabinet so all these random little bits and pieces that you find I guess on on the beach or whatever uh, you are going to place into these cabinets and what I like about this one with really when Michelle and I live streamed it what we found really unique and really interesting about this game is the action like the sort of action selection um how do you call it a uh, turn order sort of like yeah. uh, uh what's that game King uh, Domino. King Domino. Yep. yeah where you you're gonna uh, select when you're gonna go right now on this turn but then it also sets you up for future turns and then you're going to be selecting from the tiles here and you You're going to collect sets of them, right, colors and or uh, different types. But what you're doing is just like King Domino, you're going across in this little three by three grid. Is it one, two, three? Yeah, three by four grid. And as you collect them, you're going to score them going across and also up and down as well, uh, vertical and horizontal. Mm -hmm. There are different, uh, you you can see the cards here, uh, different goals that are um, public. A public is, and then I believe you also have one in hand is that right or is it two in hand I, I, forget
0: I, I have that. not played it since it was on Kickstarter I mean you have me a disadvantage. Okay. this could have potentially made my top five I remember loving it so much it's, when I covered it yeah it's so incredibly tension-filled exactly Every step, you are just you are just sweating with, oh, can I get that one thing? Can I get it into this? How do I fit all this stuff on this crappy cabinet yes. Come on. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's the feeling we got, too, is like we always wanted a, a lot more than we could do on that turn. Like, I you know, I always have one tile, but then I was like, oh, I know Michelle's going to take that one. But I need this one. And it's that's the entire game there. And what's beautiful about it, too, Rado, is that it's only like a 20 to 30-minute game. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. and a I, lot th- of
0: game and a, a, a lot of punch. In a yeah. very, very tight package.
1: Yeah, that that's that's exactly how they describe a lot of punch. And I find that true of a lot of games from Pencil First. They also do herbaceous, they do uh it Over Water, these beautifully, you know, produced games that aren't that big as like size physically, but there's a lot of game in each one. So that's the whatnot cabinet. That is my number five of 2021.
0: An excellent choice. Um uh, my you. number five is kind of something in this in the in this kind of the same vein, flourish. Flourish. Ah, I don't know if was, you've tried it yet. I is this also from Pencil First? Uh, no, it's not. But, okay. Um, you. I you, uh, you, uh, you, uh, wouldn't be surprised uh, for, yeah. for thinking it. It's a it's a gorgeous game. It's a very simple, like one not cabinet, a kind of abstract um grid making game uh, oh, instead of okay. p- placing tiles onto a cabinet to score points. We uh, we're drafting for cards, seven wonders style. And ultimately over the course of the game, we will by the end have made a three by four grid and all of these cards have opportunities to score based on adjacency. And that's just the base game. The game comes with like two or three different expansions worth of content. So you can really, I mean, you can play it almost as a gateway, or you can really ratchet up the complexity as you turn on more and more features like little follies, which are neat little three dimensional oh. like um, gazebos and whatnot that you have to put in certain spots. Like Whatnot Cabinet, this game is just full of agonizing tension of will. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to put this here because I know in the next round, I have to put this next to it. Will I get it? Because you throw in the extra tension of card drafting seven wonders or sushi ghost style, but here's why I love it. Um, what puts it above? This is not just, Oh, I pick a card and then I hand the rest to you around and then you hand some to Michelle. I, um, I play the card I want. And then uh, of the remaining cards I've got, I give one to you and one to my other neighbor on the other side. And, uh, uh, and then I keep the rest for myself uh-huh. for a future round. So you have a lot more uh, interaction and you have multiple direction, um, you know, interaction with um, trying to, okay, well, I got to give something to Michelle. I got to give something to Ruel. I, and I can see what you're doing over there. Well, I can't give you this, but I yeah. don't need it. Am I going to give it to Michelle? Mm, I think so. Here you go, Michelle. And then she surprises me, and turns out she had a secret goal that wants that kind of thing anyway. It's really, really good. Uh, It produces, I think, even more incredible tension. And it's an insanely high-scoring game, too. So it's really satisfying by the time you pull it off to end. And it even... Comes with a campaign mode where you can play like an epic game of like multiple sessions, and you earn uh, medals, and you're trying to get like best of show type thing. There's a lot in it. It's really very very cool. My number five. Oh, that's flourish. so
1: cool. Yeah. So um, now you're talking about how you can ramp it up. Um, you can start with a gateway, but you add modules in. Do yeah. you play with all the modules already in? Or oh, of course we do. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, we just dive nice. right
0: into the deep end. Um, and awesome.
1: Yeah, that reminds me of, like, uh, Taverns of uh, Tiefenthal, where you can start yes. with, like, just a base game and just build it up, depending on who you're playing with, right? I, yep. I always love games that do that. Cool choice. I, I love it. Okay, so let's move on to our number four. Um, right. My number four is... Oh, let me go over here. Type. I'm going to type, type it Type, 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 type. Everybody, type, type, type. Embarcadero.
0: Oh, ah, from yeah. uh, AEG, right? Uh,
1: no, this is from Renegade Game Studios.
0: From Renegade Game Studios, right? Yeah.
1: Yes. So here's Embarcadero. <laughs>
0: sorry, yes. sorry, renegade. You guys are awesome too.
1: <laughs> this is a. Um, I didn't expect to like this game as much as I did because it, it looked a little plain to me on the cover. Like you just have a couple of like entrepreneurs, turn of the century entrepreneurs in San Francisco. But just reading about this and okay, full disclosure, I got to interview the uh, designers, uh, Adam Cutting Buck- Buckingham and um, uh, Ed uh, Marriott. Um, for for actually for Renegades uh, uh, Friday uh, radio show, and it was just really fascinating to hear how they were inspired just by a podcast. Uh, Ed is just a fan of history podcasts, and he was he was listening to this about the whole San Francisco turn of the century era, and he de- they decided to uh, create a game out of it, which was fascinating to me. And this really captures that sense of hey, we're starting with something. Um, the it's the wharf here uh, you'll see all well, these pieces are all yeah. falling apart it's but... basically
0: a three-dimensional area control game
1: yeah three-dimensional area control and you do sort of do this like really neat um here it is right here. So these are all the cards. You're going to build it up the Seven Wonders style where you get uh, resources on uh, subsequent rounds based on the cards that you play. And it's really a neat little mechanism where you have a hand of cards, you play one, then you must buy one, and then you must store one for the next round. So you're you're doing all these things at once. You're doing something immediately, but also setting yourself up for a future round. Uh, so what do you want to build? Uh, you also have the characters here, as you can see. I, I actually played Jenny Carter here. Um, they have uh, asymmetric player ability, so everyone's going to get something different every round or a different ability that they can do. You talked about the area majority or area control. This is how it builds up. And depending on who has control of each little um, uh, peer here, you're going to get points uh, depending on, you know, first of all, who has the a, a majority. But then also you have the different, I don't know if the cards are, you can barely see the cards here, different goals that you can score. Yep. It's only, a, it's a I believe it's a three-round game. It moves really quickly and streamlined. Um, I, I really enjoyed this. These are also the designers who did um, what was that game? The one about peppers? Scoville? They're they're the team behind mm. Scoville. Isn't oh,
0: that? that was an excellent game too. I didn't realize the uh, the Scoville connection
1: yeah yeah so th- this is ha- have you been able to play this one uh Roto? no i have not although
0: okay. in the chat uh shay parker uh a regular contributor uh, who covered it for uh the rado run through channel he says he loves it and oh, no. i well if you want to know more about it, folks you haven't played it go check out shay's run through just do a search for rado and barcadero and you'll find it it's yeah. really clever here's why shay covered it instead of me I was nervous, Ruel, and you can tell me um, that the in a two-player game, it would be a little bit more confrontational than Jen and I would like. It, with higher player counts, it's going to be more live and let live. Look, I'm just trying to do my thing as opposed to, oh, in a two-player game, I could totally cut your thing off. Is yeah. that the case, or was I being overly sensitive, Sally? uh no that that is the case i played a
1: two-player game with my buddy daryl he's a regular contributor on my twitch channel yeah. and we like games like that we all we'll, we'll talk trash and we'll you know fight against each other uh but yeah there there is definitely conflict there um i am curious to see how this plays at three and four though because just with I the bet area be fantastic ma- yeah with the area majority thing that definitely changes when you have more players all right uh, yeah excellent, number excellent four. Game. that's my number four
0: and oh okay. by the way shout out to the chat dj listening to us while working on glass jen oh. applauds you um be careful working too. on glass at this moment as well yes and do be careful sir. Please it be can careful. get hot and sharp um jen's got the cuts to prove it okay so that was your number four so we're on to my number three uh your number four. Well, oh, my number four yes i jumped the yes. gun there
1: if you're an athlete you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down after all a team is only as good as its weakest link
0: Yep, rethinking my list. I loved Overboss. Overboss is fantastic. Yes. If I recall correctly, um, one of the designers is, was it Ken Russ or Kevin Russ, I think?
1: Uh, Oh, I just, uh, let me go back there. You can go Uh, back. Yes, Kevin Russ.
0: Yeah, Kevin Russ is a co-designer on it. And Kevin Russ was the designer on Calico. Um, Kevin Russ is a name to watch. He was also a co-designer on Cascadia as well. Mm -hmm. Or I think he was the developer on Cascadia. But this is a game where players are trying to make the best overworld. Uh, If you think classic 8-bit or 16-bit Legend of Zelda-style game, you remember literally Zelda Link to the Past. You are making a Zelda Link to the Past world doing drafting. Every round, there are environment and monster tiles that are put out um, into the draft area, and they are paired together. So if I really want that swamp, I have to take that skeleton that's associated with it, but I don't want that skeleton. I want that goblin that's over there with a the force. and I don't need that forest tile. And so again, every round, this is a constant thing with all these games, very tension filled, um, You know, really just constantly having to make tough compromises. Well, I got to pick that or that. I can't have both and they're going to be gone. So I'll, I'll do that. I'll take a chance that I'll be able to fill that up with more graveyards or whatever it is. Now, I'll be honest. This is a great, 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 great game. Cascadia might eclipse it, Oh, uh, Cascadia does similar things, but yeah. Cascadia is a beautiful, lovely, charming game about building the biome of the Pacific Northwest. This is about building 8 bit Dungeon of Zelda dungeons <laughs> or, and <laughs> overworlds. And so, of course, as uh, you know, I was a former Nintendo employee myself, I've got to give the nod to this one just because the theme works so wonderfully. It is just a blast. Yeah. Um, great little uh, quick playing, tile drafting, tile laying game. Again, just making it's a little grid, I think it's four by four. Maybe yep. even 3 by 4 if there's... A, I forget if there's a way you could tighten it up, but great, yep. great stuff. And, oh, by the way, the um, if you watch my run-through, the box came with a bunch more stuff. They threw a bunch of stuff in this game. That's
1: right. That's um, right. A big... Yeah. I- uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's like you start the base game, like the basic or standard game, is like four, a four by three grid. Then for the advanced one, you can go to like four by four, just add yep. add a few more. Well, okay. things.
0: Oh, it goes the other way; it gets bigger, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this is oh, a. Oh,
0: and f- um, Gray Deceiver from the chat points out Tumbletown from Kevin Russ Corrector, an oh, excellent, one. excellent. Um, uh, another uh, town building game using dice, uh, drafting dice to build an old west town. Another fantastic game, Kevin yes. Russ. Everybody. Um, I'm not saying you put him up there on a pedestal next to Steffen Feld yet, but he's working on it.
1: Yeah, when it comes to Tile Lane, definitely someone to keep an eye on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. This game is wonderful. I actually, do you remember, did you ever play Boss Monster? It's like the same world uh, from- other games.
0: um- that is the, make, that is the so, making a side scroller. Right.
1: Yes. Make it with cards. Yes, yeah, we did play it once and
0: we thought it was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, it, but it did have a lot of, oh, it'd be a shame if something bad happened to your dungeon over there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that's what I was I was thinking. Like, um, I prefer overboss to uh, um, the boss monster. I, I think this one just overall, it's a, it's a better game, for, in my opinion. Uh, and. For those of, us, those of us who are Care Bears, this is the one to, to play right here. Yeah, there you so go. All right, nice number four. That, that one surprised me. That that was that was a really good one. That.
0: Nice. Excellent, thank you.
1: Okay, so What's my your number, number three. My number three, and we actually debated this before we went on air. Is is this available readily available? And we decided it is because yeah. right now it's a Target exclusive. But what is it, um, Ruel, for the people listening in the podcast lately? It is Terraforming Mars a- Aries Expedition. There you go. This is a standalone ex- uh, expansion, a standalone game uh, in the Terraforming Mars world. But oh boy, I love Terraforming Mars. And I've said this a few times since this game came out. I believe I like or love terrace uh, Ares Aries Expedition better. Uh, Bruin, only show us because- the pictures. Oh, pictures! Uh, only you're
0: just gonna make the, us look at text for our yeah. Look you know, at this text, text folks. Let's
1: let's read about terraforming Mars. Uh, <laughs> expedition. But there it is. Uh, all oh, the that's cards.
0: interesting. Chris uh, Logsden says he's seen it for sale at Barnes and Noble. Maybe the oh, okay. uh, exclusivity deal is over.
1: Okay, so there it is. Um, yeah, we I just checked before we went online with um uh, Amazon. I didn't see it there, but maybe yeah, perhaps it's starting to get out there. This gives me all the feels and all the gameplay that I want in Terraforming Mars, but in the, half the time. And I love that about this game. It's still gar- card driven. Uh, you're still drafting cards, but it introduces a race for the galaxy action selection mechanism, which th- I believe works really well here. And because you're doing that, it's simultaneous play. So you're not always waiting for someone to take their turn. You can do stuff at the same time. Uh, you're trying to Terraform Mars and you're going to, it's a race to um, you know get all the points and uh, I think it's terraforming Mars or is a terraforming points I, I forget what they're called but as you can see on the pictures here we're sharing the pictures uh, the components are still cubes and stuff but what I I really appreciate about this I'm going to go back to this picture the art it no longer looks like <laughs> Yes. This, you know what I mean it doesn't mm-hmm. look like that stock, those stock photos that came in the original game uh, I mean this is like it's really consistent throughout the game the the art style it's not just like a random picture of a dog or you know just those oh terraforming Mars folks well, anyways, the components, also the player boards, another thing that really irks a lot of players. Like you actually we'll have a picture like, of them. Uh, yeah, let's uh, show the picture. You actually have the dual layered uh, player boards right here. So you're well, you kind
0: get- uh, of do. You yeah, yeah, do if you had backed on Kickstarter and got the deluxe edition. True. Uh, the the straight to retail exclusive does not have the double layer boards. It still just has kind of the thin um, cardstock like the original. Oh, real- Okay. And um, I was just actually asking Kabuki Kid in the uh, uh-huh. chat said, oh, pay- people should definitely go out and get the hobby edition, which is the one you're talking about. And okay. I replied, can people get it? I'm not sure if it's going to be available right now or if that was what well, you had to back it when it was on Kickstarter back in, I think, January or February. I'm not quite sure. Interesting. OK, so the, the version that
1: I played, uh, a friend of mine had it. I assumed he got it at Target and then got the retail version. So, So these boards then are only available for the Kickstarter version. Is that correct?
0: Um, I believe so. We are not okay. a definitive. We are not the Wikipedia of the board game industry, but that's my understanding. Right. Now, right. for folks who can't get those nice deluxe dual air boards that just hold those cubes so tight and keep them uh, warm and comfy throughout the night, uh, my solution, of course, is FunTac. FunTac. Oh. Always oh. keep a wad of it stuck right here on your table, and then when you play a game where the cubes might go wild, just put a little bit of FunTac on every cube in your set.
1: I am, I There's a protein for you. I I learned something new every time we do this show. I, that is incredible. I you come to never, my
0: house. There is a watch of this on every flat surface in the house, just is
1: waiting to be ground. It's that better is than duct tape. Yes, so um, that that's my number three of twenty twenty one so far. Charlemont uh, Mars Aries Expedition, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna go on Amazon right now and look for some of that fun tech because that is a great great hack. Uh,
0: you, you will not regret it. That is like uh, number one gaming accessory. You just gotta have. Mm-hmm. Jen uses it for all kinds of stuff. She just nice. I mean, if we were to play Ticket to Ride, she will put it on her score token so oh. that we don't have it. Remember the Will Wheaton tabletop incident? Yeah, yeah. Oh my where gosh, his, where, where his they wife, hit the table? You no, know, punched it and then everything went. (laughs) flying um not not gen score token that's never moving anywhere because she's always got a little bit of blue tack a little bit of fun tack at the ready that's brilliant now, uh, you had,
1: do you have any thoughts on this game, uh,
0: I My thoughts are it's fantastic. I would play it seven ways to Sunday over the original Terraforming Mars because, as you said, it plays in half the time. I mean, you do lose some stuff. You lose the planet. You do lose, like, yeah. kind of the area um, creeping domination stuff. And that's not an insignificant part of the game. But I will happily jettison that to play the game in under two hours because yep. this is under an hour, basically. Um, and, I mean, I really love the melding of the Race for the Galaxy Style, um, you know, card following system. Although I think it does it better than Race for the Galaxy. Uh, it actually um, improves upon the Race for the Galaxy or San Juan formula, and that's mm. that's significantly important. My only problem with it was if I had one complaint, it was like the original Terraforming Mars. There's no player scaling really. If you're going to play yep. it as a two-player game, you have to do four players worth of work. Yep. And um, and for I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I know a lot of people love it best that way because we get to more stuff. But Jen and I, when we played it, we'd get like, we're two thirds of the way through the game. And it feels like the game should be over now. And you know what? Yeah. If it was a four player game, it would be over now because but we still got a lot more of Mars to terraform with only the two of us. So that kind of bugged me a little bit. Yeah. I have every intention of taking the solo. the solo mode has a really great uh, automa uh, character you can bring in, and I think it would work well to bring it in as a third player so that, um, you oh, know, yeah. it, it would kind of speed the game up M- very much like what um, Roll for the Galaxy does with when you play a two player game, you've got the extra die roll, uh, that replicates a third yep. player. Yep. So that's what kept it off my list. Um, just that one little tweak, otherwise, this yep. would have been in my my number one or my number two, really. I'm wondering nice. why is it your number three? What the heck is coming? Jeez. I know
1: it's actually, yeah, um, you know, I was thinking too.
0: Mars uh, is, won't terraform itself, says Eric Melman.
1: Right. Words to live by. So I've I've not been able to play this uh, too many uh, multiple times. Um, but do you feel like like in the original terraforming Mars when you know players that had knowledge of the cards they sort of like you know had an advantage over players who just play it for the first
0: time. I've certainly heard that plenty of times. Um, mm-hmm. I but I only play with my wife, and everything I know, she knows. So I am not okay. an expert okay um but that was, so a, that was a solid number three what
1: okay so you don't think the knowledge of uh, pre, uh the cards will gain you an advantage over I, it could very card. well um
0: okay. oh 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 <laughs> ah, oh <you're laughs> mine. you really that was twice folks folks <laughs> the secret word is knowledge <laughs> Oh, you! Oh, you got me! You got me good. Yes, yes. There it is, friends. (laughs) Please
1: send the email with the secret word in the subject line to consciousness at (laughs) rondo I just thought
0: it was a genuine question. It was a good question. It was good discussion. Oh, it just it just came
1: to me. I was like, ooh, this is the perfect opportunity. I was I've been trying to figure it out, but yeah, friends. Um,
0: Put the secret word back on screen. (laughs) Yes, there it is. The secret word, and this is for folks listening as well. Later on, knowledge. Spelled with a K at the beginning. Yes, English is weird. Send, mm-hmm. as Rula said, put the other one back up. Yep, uh, send comes. an email to contest at rotto.com with knowledge as the subject. You can do whatever else you want Basically, I've got Outlook set up to say, oh, anything that has knowledge in the subject that went to contest at raw.com goes into this folder. And a week from now, I will export from that folder and we'll go back to the wheel of names and somebody will win the big, big origins, which is yeah. really what you folks are here for. Now yeah. that you, we'll have to check the analytics afterwards and see if there's a big drop-off right at this point. <laughs> now that we've given away the secret word and people are like, okay, <laughs> I got mine, like, Jack. We got it, I'm out of here.
1: So, friends, again, knowledge, type that in the subject line. Uh send that email to contest at Rado.com. Oh, I'm so glad I got you. I was I was so afraid oh, that no. I was I was gonna miss it.
0: <laughs> no, no, that was well done, sir. I, I mean i Thank completely you. forgotten. Uh Thank I was, you. Okay. all right, so so that was your number three. You don't yeah. even care about the knowledge question. Yeah, uh, let's go on to my number three. <laughs> okay. Um I I I I think I've got a good feeling this will not be the only time this is talked about today. My number three is cubitos. Oh, cubitos. Now i I I have a
1: little Spanglish to me, so I, I um, oh Cubitos. Cubitos, Cubitos, Cubitos. Thank you, thank you, yes. thank you. Yes, will this show up on my list? We you shall see, friends. You let, only on.
0: got he's only got two more to go, and yeah. what could beat Terraform Mars Ares expansion? I think Cubitos, maybe, um, folks. You can take bets now if yeah, you're watching Cubitos. live. Um, but yes, this is a wonderful little racing game. Um, it's actually an interesting expansion to a game designed by David Short that came out a few years ago called uh, automobiles, which was kind of a NASCAR racing simulation, but it's a bag builder where every round you're pulling cubes out of your bag. And over the course of the game, you're putting more cubes in there. Um, in, uh, the original game, it was really just cubes that represented, oh, if you're putting a pedal to the metal or you're, um, you know, giving more handling or stuff like that. Um, with cubitos, the cubes have changed into actual dice. And so, um, you pull dice and you, over the course of the game, you put more and more dice into this bag and you draw a handful of them out every round and you roll them. And then maybe you re-roll them because you don't like what you got. And maybe you re-roll them some more. And then you think, I should really stop. But no, I'm going to re-roll some more. And you bust and you get nothing. Yes. Uh, it's an excellent, excellent, it's wonderfully clever uh, and inventive push-your-luck game fused with a, um, a deck builder or a bag builder in this game, fused with a really excellent racing game because the racetracks, and I think the game comes with four, if I recall correctly. Yep, that's right. Each one is different. They have really unique flavor, all kinds of special things that you try to hit as you're zipping around with your little cube creatures. Um, and so much replayability because the different dice, every time you set up, you're going to draw a unique card for each of the different dice colors that will change what those dice do. And so, I mean, this has the replayability of a Dominion-style thing. um, But then crossed with so many other things. This game is just mind-bogglingly brilliant. And to be fair, Automobiles was a fantastic game, too. But this so takes it to the next level. From um, John D. yeah, Mr. Mystic Vale. um, And it's very different than what John D. Clair has kind of gotten known for with all his card crafting stuff. And, man, he knocked this out of the park. My number three cubitos or cubitos yes. cubitos i agree cubitos. That I,
1: that's such a wonderful game love it love it to death and i'm gonna stop commenting there because i may it may show up again mm. real soon. yeah all right
0: i will stroke my chin knowingly yes so how, it what, what we got advanced knowledge but that's it's too late i missed my window <laughs> that would have been perfect it would have worked um, it would have worked
1: it, it totally would have worked so now we are on let me see those one two three this is my number two number two what do we got all right my number two, I'm going to go here and type it in, is Cryo.
0: Ooh, um, yeah. from Tom Jolly and Tom
1: Jolly, Luke Laurie,
0: the design team behind the uh, Manhattan Project Energy Empire. Yes,
1: that is correct. Yes, which I have not played yet, but I, I know I believe it's one of your favorites. Is that correct?
0: Uh oh, uh, yeah, Manhattan Energy Empire is in my top twenty of all time. It oh, is, okay. I think it is arguably the greatest worker placement game of all time, quite frankly.
1: Ooh, okay. I do love me some worker placement. And this yeah. one really- worker I, placement as well, yeah. Yeah, this is a worker placement. I love a, any kind of sci-fi theme I, I'm a sucker for. But what I really appreciate about this, what's unique is it's got that, you know, your typical worker placement. You send out your drones, do the things. Then they come back. They're going to eventually come back. You know, you recall them. But the recall step is what's really cool about this yeah. game, because when you recall, it's got engine building to it. So yeah. you're going to have different resources pop up when you bring the um, your drones back. So you're not always just, you know, when I first played it, I was like, I'll oh, send all my drones out and then bring them back. But no, you can actually send one drone out. It's like, oh, well, I have something I want to do on my uh, platform again. I can bring it back and do it right away and get more resources. Oh, I love this game. And it's such a just such a clean design it plays in under 90 minutes or so and actually my buddy daryl and i we live streaming i think we knocked it out in like 45 to 50 minutes um uh, so you're you're building you know your platform adding vehicles uh trying to grab the pods uh the humans uh to get them to under the surface where it's safe right and you're going to send them down here and that's where the area majority scoring comes in whoever has the most pods in each little uh cavern Mm -hmm. they're safe and it does have some of a meanness to it, but it's not like, it's not direct. I don't really think so. Right. It's right, not it, direct. It doesn't bother us as a Care Bear. Okay, good, good. Because it's more like, um, it's going to happen regardless. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm planning to, you know, kill you. It's it's part of the whole, um, what, what is it called? Um, sabotage. It's part of the game. It's um, Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, because, it's
0: so minor. It's so inconsequential. Yeah. Actually, we found as a two-player game, it's uh-huh. literally the last thing you want to do, the sabotage action. Right. Because it's significantly weaker. And a higher player count, it is a stronger action. I could see doing it more often. But as a two-player, it's literally, oh, my gosh, there's anything I could do would be better than this right now. It doesn't put me ahead enough to warrant trying to slow you down, uh, which I really appreciate. I think it's fantastic, too. It didn't make my list, um, Mm -hmm. mostly because... I did have a complaint about the two player, which is they could have done a little bit more for final scoring um, for grabbing those caverns because it's whoever gets the most of your survivors into those caverns, scores those caverns. Mm -hmm. And um, as I recall, basically, hey, if you got five things in there, you get first place. And then if I only get one, I get second place. And that drives me nuts. Oh, that okay. They don't do the extra little bit of work to say, oh, well, you know what? To be able to get second place, you have to have come in at least within two of whoever got first place. You know, something like that. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, I mean, oh yeah, look, you're really doing well there. I'm not even gonna try and fight you on it. I'm just gonna and we found that through equilibrium, oh, I'm strong in one, you're strong in the other. And it was just it, it was just missed that one little thing that really got catapulted. It. But the engine building, when you recall and the worker placement, when you send them out, both of them fantastic, really, really yeah. good design. Yeah, I, I love I would that love part. To play yeah. Multiplayer someday, or, four, yeah. or higher than two.
1: Right, I, I, that's interesting. So, as far as like a two-player version, could you do like a dummy player, like just? Oh gosh, it'd be
0: so easy. Dummy um, cubes, all you have to right? Do is say, yeah. um, you know what? Um, th- 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 just assume that in every small cavern that somebody has already got two things there, In every big cavern yeah. somebody's already got four things there. And so, yeah. if you want to take first place, you got to beat what's already there. If you want to get second, you um, you got to beat what's already there. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck in third. You're right. Simple little things that you see it on some games, but I do think over time, it's going to become more of a standard thing to do in these kinds of, you know, either progress tracks or area majorities that for a two player game, just replicate a third player that you got to beat. If you don't, I mean, cause otherwise, Oh, I just got one cube. Give me half the points, please. Yeah. I didn't yeah. earn half the points. So that was just the minor thing that bothered me. If I recall correctly, I could be wrong, but I think okay. that was like the only thing, but otherwise Fantastic choice, great suggestion, wonderful components.
1: Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Okay, so that's my number two. Now we're moving to your number two. My
0: number two, yes, uh, is Funfair.
1: Oh, Funfair. Yes. Interesting. You're going to have okay. to rethink
0: your list again after I'm done talking about Funfair. Oh, yeah. by the way, um, to the chat, some folks are asking, really, Energy Empire? Doesn't Rotto like Agricola more? Yes, I, I like Agricola more than Energy Empire. But what I said is, Energy Empire, I think, is the better worker placement game. Because the worker placement in Agricola is kind of, you know, it's it's it couldn't be more bog standard. Um, there's nothing yeah. special or exciting about it. Whereas Energy Empire just has some of the best worker placement systems ever. And, and quite frankly, so, and Cryo is really fantastic for that too. But anyway, let's now talk about my number two, going to the fun fair, which is interesting. The game actually came out several years ago and it was originally called Unfair because it was a game where everybody is trying to make their own carnival, um, you know, fun fair, attraction-filled location. And in Unfair, it was full to the brim of, oh, I will destroy you. Yeah. I will destroy your Disneyland knockoff. Um, you know, and it was literally called Unfair for a reason. And everybody agreed. That it was a phenomenal design, and everybody, you know, every Care Bear agreed. Boy, I wish I could play this game. And so the publisher wisely brought out a sequel called It Fun Fair. Took out all the nastiness, all the backstabbiness, all the cutthroatiness, and just let us live and let live as we compete to make the best possible Fun Fair as we can. This is a game about card drafting, hand management, and tr- uh, trying to play um, with very meager resources the right cards. And uh, your choice is always: Am I going to make a bigger, um, you know, uh, amusement park that doesn't have fancy rides? Or am I going to be smaller and upgrade the heck out of those rides by playing more and more cards to fewer? Uh, So do you build, do you go wide or do you go tall? Literally, it's, uh, you know, represented by the card you're playing on board. And every step of the way from start to finish, it is so compelling. The thematic trappings of this game are second to none everything about this game feels like it's thematically grounded in what we're actually trying to do nothing feels abstracted even though this is just a card drafting game and so it's it's a, a you know a masterpiece for that and then the other thing that I really love it does, at the beginning of every round and I forget i think we play through three rounds maybe it's four uh, but at the end of every round uh we draw an event card and in any other game that would be oh let's draw an event card and, and let's have it smash everybody into the dirt and except you know bad event cards i think are always kind of a sort of lazy design because they're a way to create excitement. But inevitably, some people are not bothered because, oh, I wasn't investing in that thing that was ruined by the event card and other people. So it adds this sling lock. Here, the events are all positive and they're universally positive. Sometimes positive events don't work either because I'm not in a position where I can take advantage of that, but Ruel is. And again, it's luck swinging. But here, the events are so well designed so that everybody can make use of them. Everything about this game is top tier. This is up there with your Race for the Galaxies, with your Rays Arcanas, with wow. your I mean, I mean this I, it is not getting nearly as much attention as it should as one of the premier thematic modern, um, you know, Euroe card games out there. And both Gen and I were totally blown away by it. I really hope it gets more expansion content. But even if it doesn't, it has so much in that box. Uh, it's my number two. Thus, wow. Wow, fun. and Even honestly, you- I'd be willing to bet it's probably the first one that we've talked about so far that I'm relatively confident has a chance of making it into my top ten at the end of the year. Also,
1: ooh, okay, because more
0: games are coming, Ruel. Well.
1: Right, <laughs> of course, we're only halfway through the year. Um, yeah. I, you know, you mentioned how you know you feel like this one's not getting as much attention as it should. I feel like, and this is true for me. That because I didn't really like unfair, I just assumed yeah. funfair was oh just an expansion gosh. to this. Yeah, You're
0: right, right. And so it, it, it sort of
1: yeah, I just sort of had that negative connotation. I was like, okay, so I totally like just overlooked this. But now that you explain it, I'm like, okay, that sounds like something I would really enjoy. You know, I because think you would. I think yeah, because Michelle- unfair, mm-hmm. yeah, as mm-hmm. much as I like player conflict, unfair just, it was like I build something and then you tear it down. You build something, I tear it down. That's, that was unfair to me. I was just like, okay, that's the game. It's not really my jam. But this, if you're actually, it's positive, and like you were talking about the positive events, I totally want to play it now. And I I would totally give this a chance, and perhaps that's why it's been sort of overlooked um, because of that negative connotation. All right. Okay. So, number
0: so- one for, I, I'm betting. I'm betting
1: okay so the whisper is out the secret is out that's this is my number yeah, one you go. Actually, all right. yeah i had uh it was it was either this or it's gonna be um i mean it could have been honestly any of the games on my list i i really all five of them have been really big hits uh with yeah. me my friends uh family uh but cubitos i love john d clare i am a big fan of his games um space base uh mystic veil vale. um what's the other one? Um, Uh, Edge of Darkness. Edge of Darkness.
0: um, And then uh, Custom Heroes, I think. Custom
1: Heroes, yeah, the trick-taking one. Yep. Uh, But he gets away from the card crafting here. And I thought it was a great move because... This basically is Quacks of Quiddlenburg, the dice game.
0: Oh, that's um, but, an interesting
1: way to put it, right? So you're, you know, you you start with your standard things and you're slowly building them up. But me personally, and this is just my personal preference, I would much rather roll dice than reach into a bag and pull out chits. That's just my personal choice. Um, and it's a, it's a fun, really, uh, element of you know we talked about the race uh, mechanism and just you know it's first across the finish line. This works perfectly for it. Uh, Michelle and I have played this several times. Just the two-player version works. Um, I have not. I've played it with my buddy Gerald as well. I haven't played it three or four, but I, I imagine it scales well. Um, it's a bag builder, dice builder, folks. It's so much fun. And the one thing I, I can—the uh, only complaint I have is just the weird box cubitos, like <laughs> the whole like theme is sort of strange. Oh, like,
0: know, oh that, is that a turnoff for you? I thought I, it, it was just wonderfully charming.
1: Oh, really? I just, you know, okay, you know what? The Show box, a, picture it, the, a picture
0: of the, you find a picture of the, of the, of the, of the race cars, which are these strange little um, cubic, um, yeah, there you know, these cubic critters. Yeah. Um, like I have,
1: like, it's weird, like a, a monkey, a sheep. But then look at the box. Let me get the uh, box image on screen yeah. real quick. If you see it, like, doesn't this, like, the first thing I look at is, like, what's SpongeBob SquarePants doing on this box? I in, honestly in, don't think that
0: was putting their best foot forward.
1: Yeah so i I
0: mean I that's it, a great card that's the stinky cheese yeah yeah stinky um, cheese
1: or the, the big cheese or whatever there's yeah, different yeah. Uh, you know uh that's one thing i do really love about the game too just like uh, is this like quacks where uh each thing can be like the dice are different depending on which card you use for that particular game yes. you know like mm-hmm. you, yep. you talk about the big cheese it's also called the stinky cheese and there's several different uh variations, variations on that. of the, what the yellow yeah. do. yeah it's fantastic. So, it I, I really can't, is. I can't
0: blame you. Honestly, it would have been my guess for your number one. You know, I figured your number one was either going to be Terraforming Aries yeah. or uh, QB Toast. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's my number one. And it means we have some overlap, which means, yeah. folks, you're going to get involved. After we finish my number one, we are going to have, what? We're going to have one missing, right? Because we'll have only yep. named nine of the year. So That's we're going right. to turn it over to you. So folks, so start talking about what do you, the audience, think is number one. After we finish with my number one, yep. uh, get typing, sir, Imperium. And you could do Imperium Classics or Imperium Class oh, or something. Okay. And it's really, there's two games Imperium Classics and Imperium Legends. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, this game is. Uh, I, I talked about this a little bit with Funfair a bit ago about you know getting into the upper echelon, the upper pantheon of greatest modern Euroy card games of all time. Imperium definitely deserves to be there. This is a brilliant um, deck building game where each player takes on a unique uh, ancient civilization. You know the Greeks, the Toltecs. I mean, from all around the world. This game really pushes an inclusivity vibe that's wonderful to see. And um, if you get the Legends expansion, not only does it have more real history. Um, you know, civilizations and empires, but it also has some far out ones like uh, the Arthurian Knights. And, you know, so things of legend that you can mix and match. But it's just an incredibly clever deck building game. Um, What you're trying to do in this game is get through your deck as fast as you can. Play your cards as quick as you can, because when you empty it out, um, depending on civilization you are, for most civilization, that means you get um, the chance to go one step closer from being wandering barbarian tribes into a proper empire. And when you do that midway through the game, everything shifts. Some of your barbarian powers are, are useless. The super powerful empire cards become activated. Um, and uh, so it's a really interesting thing that you do. You you kind of, you want to get all these cards because there's a lot of really great ones that'll really jumpstart your, your civilization. But the more you do, the more you're fattening up the deck, which means it's going to take you longer to actually become a proper empire, which is when things really go into overdrive. So there's a lot of interesting um, decisions about trade-offs of what are you really going to focus on. And then on top of that, each of the two boxes, classics and legends, each one comes with eight... Um, Uh, civilizations. And they're all very unique. You're, I mean, if you're playing Atlantis and I'm playing the Arthurians, we're almost playing different games. Almost. Because we have different objectives, different ways we go about stuff. Huge um, rule-changing things. And so the game, again, if you buy both boxes, even if you only get one box, has so much room to explore and interesting combinations of stuff. And then, if all that weren't enough, Every single card, I believe, has unique art from the Miko, who is my favorite Ooh. board game artist of all time. I mean, uh, if you like the Miko's art, this is the game to get. You will get more Miko art in this game than any other three or four of his games combined. Wow. Um, so, wow. yeah, it's fan, 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 fantastic. My only complaint is it also has a little bit of a mean streak. Nothing like Unfair. Um uh you know maybe something's kind of the equivalent of terraforming mars you know hey let me bring a comet down and and mess with you a little bit and it has a bit and that's just the thing i coming you know it's it's easily the best game i've played so far this year easily but i'm not sure if i'm going to keep it because it has enough pvp in it which terraforming mars had enough pvp to 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 be a problem for our care bear ways but i still want to give a shout out to it because it is the best card game it's the best card game to come out since raise arcana quite frankly and that's you know from Tom Lehman who is Mr. Roll for the Galaxy and this is up there with that I can't stress just how next tier this is I suspect as more people play it uh and it catches on you know this I think has the potential to make a lot of top 10 lists at the end of the year when people get their hands on it although it is widely available now and that's my number one what what a great number one I
1: am looking forward I have not played this one yet but you know just based on your description I am excited to try it and I love the Miko as well. the The art is oh my gosh, beautiful, beautiful art. Um right. Imperial well, Classics. We All now right,
0: turn our eyes to the audience. If they've been discussing right off the bat, I'm seeing calls for oath. I, I right see. off the bat, I see two oaths. Oh, I see a red rising, sleeping um, gods. I, oh, a sleeping gods. Yeah. yeah, that was tough to pass over. You know,
1: I, I'm going to be I I, I am surprised, Rado. I thought for sure Red Rising would be on your top five. I thought um, for sure.
0: I, if, it's, it, 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 it's it's a fantastic game. Here's my yeah. only complaint about Red Rising. Great design, love everything about it. To play well does require a little bit of memory. And memory yeah. is one of the things we hate most because really, yeah. to be at my best, I need to remember what card did you take? Because yeah. what card am I about to put out there that I'm going to give to you? And it's not the fault of the game, but it's just, memory is just not our favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, that's kind but- of what kept it out of upper tier, even though the gameplay is fantastic. Got it, yeah.
1: So that that prior knowledge would you know help you out there. I, yep. I just threw it out there again. Knowledge. Oh, I see knowledge. a Destiny's.
0: I see a oh, destiny's of yeah. um, I see Seize the Bean. Is Seize the Bean available? If so, I am so happy about that, that it finally made it. It's um, been a development for years, right? Yes, it's, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it, they've had a very rough. And then, you know, just when they're about to cross the finish line, boom, COVID smashes them into the ground. No. Um, but I believe it's finally now getting out. Ooh, Lines of Lydia, another excellent choice. Yep. Uh, I don't know. How are we going to pick?
1: There's so many. So is Cascadia now available? I I am not sure. I'm not, sure. I'm not yeah. sure. I
0: think it's not.
1: Yeah, I think it's just the Kickstarter uh, is being fulfilled right Canvases,
0: now. Canvas is though, and um, you know, Renner oh, uh, yeah. is right to point out Canvas uh, as well. That's another excellent one. Um, Furnace would be in my list, uh, DJ, oh, yeah. but it's not avail. I, it's a, it, it, so far the reprint hasn't come out, and while it did, it was at a super tiny print run in Russia. I figured, okay, let's can they themselves are considering it a 2021 game. So okay. I, I like the furnace. Otherwise, furnace probably would have been my number one game today. Mm-hmm. I,
1: was, I see some people talking about Merv. Is that 2021 or is that Merv? Merv is
0: officially last year. Okay. That's yeah, so that's it's that. a good suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so far, I think Sleeping Gods is a strong candidate. Destinies yep. is a people love that destinies. But honestly, I mean, it's kind of hard. Oh, Meadow. Good job, Tommy Miller. It broke my heart I couldn't put Meadow on this list. Meadow's like number six or number seven. Um,
1: Was Meadow uh, this year or it's just not available? uh,
0: I think it's... Mm, That's a good question. Is it? I didn't actually look because it didn't quite make my list.
1: Meadow's Uh, 2021. Okay.
0: Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, We could let the wheel choose. Let's do the wheel. Bring the wheel back. All right. Yeah. Any way we can bring that wheel back. Let's see. uh, I'll be sure to share it too. The wheel of names. Wheel of the wheel of names is going to return. And I'm going to erase the 400 images. And what do we got? We have got sleeping gods. We have got oath. We have got um, destinies. Was it uh, destinies? Destinies
1: and uh canvas was 2021 is that right canvas Canvas?
0: was i i did canvas
1: canvas yep 2021 okay
0: i see looking forward to getting seize the bean i i think it's only just now showing up in backers hands so i don't think it's widely available yet okay uh
1: james says cascadia cascadia Kickstarter just arrived a week ago oh paleo was paleo this year
0: Paleo was last year that was an SN release last year and just you know it didn't go wide until this year 2020 okay um let's see uh, we also have uh, uh this is a good list oh, of that was five.
1: last year yeah
0: all right um let's see oh will oh, stop stop I, oh, I pushed the button too soon but you didn't show me i have to share my screen again don't I? Yes yeah. I do. Yeah, share a screen and all right, I'll hold on a second. Place it up here. Um refresh the page and let me uh go back to what are we in? We are in StreamYards, aren't we? Yeah, I have so many tabs. I have all the tabs open. <laughs> there it is, there it is. Okay, sharing is caring. And I would not like to share that one. Oh no, not showing that. Uh, let's go to Chrome tabs. There we go. And let's go back to the wheel of names. Boom. And you know what folks, wheel of names is a wonderful little site. I'm going to leave the ads up. You know, Uh I might as well. Hey folks, maybe you want to consider switching to Chromebook. (laughs) Um, all right. So the, uh, the number 10, we'll call it of the year game is here we go.
1: Ooh, 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 ooh. honestly yeah
0: that's what i would have chosen really congratulations oath well done well leader done, games oath. accepting <laughs> on behalf of leader games today is royal gaviola now uh, i'm i haven't played it i bet you haven't either
1: i haven't either yeah
0: <laughs> but for everything <laughs> i've seen about this game it's it's ambition rivals or surpasses um the ambition of root and um yep. oh what was their other one the cave one uh, uh, vast. Vast. Yeah. Uh, you know, this wonderful game. And I hope that what they've done here is something that other developers will pick up. The idea that, hey, there's a campaign, but not just a pre-written story that we're going to play through but rather every time we play the game the world changes and we put it away and the next time we play we continue from that spot that if you play this game 50 times your world would have gone through so many ebbs and flows um you know in different factions rise and fall and it's a story that wasn't written for you by the designer but created by you and your friends playing the game that I love yes. so much. I actually Same. talked about that in one of our six games from last month, another game that's coming that we'll be doing that, the space game that I can't yeah. for lose kids. Um, yep. And then on top of that, I guess it's a really good, you know, smart card-driven area control game too, which I have to admit is less interesting to me. But for folks, if you don't know Oath, but you're a fan of Rotto Runs Through, you're in luck. Shea Parker he shouldn't be watching he should be playing this right now because he's going to be filming a run through for it later this month so we'll finally it'll get the rotto treatment and I'll be able to understand what it's yep. all about
1: and just right on cue Shay has just dropped in he said that he's uh has a tutorial video coming out at the there end of go. this month perfect yes. timing well yep done. yeah he's
0: on his channel um RTFM which I will not say what that stands for you'll get a really great tutorial and then on our channel um and I include you with that um, well this is your channel now too you'll get an actual you. proper playthrough of what i suspect is going to be one one of the hottest games of the year, and it yeah. comes in at our number ten best game so far. Oath, well done, well done. Yeah. Oh my Thank gosh, you, uh, Thank all, you friends. We're wow, out we're, we're out of time. That was quick. Oh my gosh, I, I, I was worried. I mean, we both have to stop with the jibber jabber. Yeah. Um, uh, Because yeah. this would be the time when we actually open the floor to questions from the audience, and we would have given them like fifteen minutes. Except we should have been out like five minutes ago. Right. Um. Yeah. First question that comes up, we will answer. Um, if one comes up, but otherwise, uh, let's remind them one more time on the way out the door. If you would like to win a copy of origins, um, send an email to contest That's singular, by the way, a lot of people said contests and that's okay. I found them and I caught them anyway, but okay. contest at Rod. I just, I have to manually catch those ones. Or I could, actually, I'm just going to set up another filter. So contest or contest, singular or okay. plural, your choice, dealer's choice. The secret word that you must put in the title of that email is... Knowledge. Knowledge. That's and your... next week, I will get you back. I will sneak yeah. something in perfectly. <laughs> That's All your right.
1: last chance, friends. Right there. Knowledge. Type it in. I'm. We're going to sh- shut this down now. There it is. All contest right. at rado.com. All Knowledge. right. So
0: in, in, in that little time, we've got three questions you pick. Okay. Uh, have you ever been on a promo card? Do we have any notable expansions we'd like to talk about today? Or why are we both so good looking or favorite color?
1: Favorite color. Okay. I can answer a couple of those. Uh, favorite color is Dodger blue or, or Lakers purple. Um, okay. So I got to, have I ever been on promo card? I've been on one promo card. There's a game called, oh gosh, um, Promenade that came out a couple of years ago uh, from Tate Wu. It's a deck, it's a really cool game. Um, and it just got picked up by another, uh, by a company that's going to retheme it. But I was on a card called the Gaviola uh, Money Card or something like that. It's a deck building slash market manipulation game where you're buying art, uh, fine art. It's it's a really cool game.
0: Have you played that one, Rado Promenade? Oh, it's so good. No, I have not. It's. It, I'm sure it's great, but I, it's just, it looks so abstract. I mean, it's just like a very old fashioned card game. I'm sure it's great it's uh let, let me see it's just like, never got around it. to it plus oh, if that... i recall correctly it has a really mean streak no 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 i'm thinking of the uh arboretum i'm thinking of arboretum when i say oh, arboretum, arboretum is God.
1: mean yeah, uh, yeah murder yeah, yeah. trees as we call it yeah murder, <laughs> trees, is, it definitely <laughs>
0: murder <might>. trees exactly
1: <laughs> yeah. um so yeah favorite color um what about you favorite color or uh, have you, I, have I, you been I, on expansion or card if,
0: if you sit down and play a game with me and you end up choosing green i'm just gonna warn you right now i will end up moving your stuff I, I can't help myself. I'm I'm all about the green. My fallback is yellow. And beyond that, it doesn't really matter. So I'm I'm a very uh earthen, growing green and also very bright and sunny disposition. So those are my two favorites. I've also been on at least one promo card, which I'm so fond of because it's by the Miko it is a promo for villages of Valeria, the Rotto Guild. Uh, and it's just an oh. awesome, awesome picture. I'm i nice. very uh charmed to have that. That's okay. so cool. We are out of here then, I believe. Yeah, that's it. That's it, friends. Okay, Uh, we'll be back in um, just whatever seven times 24 hours is from now. Um, And, uh, you know, and we'll be uh, crowning another winner of uh, Origins from Board and Dice Games. We'll have another hot topic and we'll try to give some more time for questions and answers from the audience. We'll try. (laughs) We make no promises.
1: No promises, but yes, we we will try, folks. And uh, we want to thank you again for joining us today. Always appreciate you spending part of your day with us here on the RNR show. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to the man himself to lead us out. Darn. Right. Bye bye.